Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast presented by Wicked Minis. Wicked Minis are great on soups, salads, or just as a handheld snack with six delicious flavors, all of which are very good. Wicked Minis are available on Amazon, Walmart.com, and as always, MoonlightMixes.com. And to further support our show, you can donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash below the yellow line podcast for exclusive behind the scenes content, early, early access to films and trailers, and to get shout outs during the show. Oh, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm wearing my Santa hat. Oh, I am Father Christmas tonight. My lighting looks horrible right now. Let me fix that. All right. Now we're good. Now I look like a normal human being. Thank you for doing our intro. Emily, first time you've been on the show in a little bit. Glad to have you back. Um, back for a little postseason content now. Exactly. Were you going to say something else? Nope. That was a very awkward I silence. Okay. I thought it broke. Yeah. No, you're good. Okay. Nope. Just just back. That's it. Yeah. Hey, back in action. Um, you know, there is a pretty big holiday coming up in 15 days, Christmas, of course. Um, and so wow. I wanted to do something. I know, right? Revolutionary. Just <laughs> dropping bombs over here. I mean, stuff nobody ever knew before. Uh, this hat's kind of warm. Um, anyway, it's Christmas time, holiday season, really fun time of year. I hope I'm not way too loud for you guys. Um, and I've seen a few other people do this where they say, okay, here's a list of what some NASCAR drivers want for Christmas. It can be related to this past season, related to their career, be nonsensical, be funny, but also make sense. So I, Emily and I have kind of come up with some ideas. Um, yeah, mostly I, you. you. Know, I have a few yeah. little ideas, but, um, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I tell you what I planned so far in advance for this episode I just wrote down all my ideas like two minutes before we got on the skull together. So wow, I am so incredibly prepared. It's because I'm writing questions for two, maybe three big interviews we have concurrently over the next three days. So get ready. It's going to be an onslaught of interviews, going to be a lot of fun talking to some great people. Um, it's got a lot of fun stuff happening. But Emily, I'm going to let you lead off here. And, you know, it's okay if you don't, if you only have one, however many you have, I'm going to go ahead. Who is your first driver, and and what might they want for Christmas in two thousand and twenty three? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you had some really funny ones when you tell told me about this idea, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's genius! And I'm just not that funny. Um, if I said I came up with just one gift, would you would you be mad? No. Okay. No, not at all. Now, mind you, did I spend like three hours thinking about this? No. Um, your your ideas are hilarious, and I can't wait to hear you share them. Um, but all I could think was <laughs> Kyle Bush, <laughs> And that I don't care what he wants, but he should get a lump of coal. My gosh. <laughs> Emily, the Christmas season is about spreading joy. The Christmas season is about spreading love and peace. <laughs> And you go, you're saying, hey, what you're hey, saying right you now. You were kind of snarky. That, you were kind of snarky towards my guy. Well, yeah, I was, but I didn't outright say that somebody should get a lump of coal okay, from old okay, St. Nicholas. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think Kyle Bush should get? Well, I actually didn't write an idea down for him. Um, well, that's because he should get nothing. I don't know. I mean, 
he already got a, a. I mean, he had a kid earlier this year. That's a pretty good gift, isn't it? Maybe that was last year. I don't remember. But I don't know. I mean, he had a pretty good season. Three wins. So I, I don't know. Oh yeah. If, I mean, if this was Taylor Swift, you would know exactly. Yes, what do you I think would. Taylor Swift wants for Christmas this year? I want to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> Listen, did you hear that they uh, called them married on uh, the game? Did they and really? Kelsey's wife. Oh, oh boy. One of Somebody at CBS is getting oh, fired yeah, for that. that. Somebody at CBS is getting fired for that. So, Absolutely. Um, does she want a ring? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I'm just saying, if the Chiefs played the way for the rest of the season they played tonight, she's not getting a Super Bowl ring. Oh, oof. I don't think this season's been going too hot anyways. No, no. And, you know, we all thought, okay, the only time the Chiefs lose is when Taylor Swift's not at the game, and yeah. then she's there today. And, I mean, did did you watch the end of that game? That was crazy. No, the I Chiefs didn't. Lost, though. I just heard it was terrible, but I was also, like, you know, driving. Yeah, they only lost by three, but the Chiefs lost in a very 2023 Chiefs way to lose. This isn't a football podcast. We're not going to get into it that in-depth, but uh, – uh, Travis Kelsey made a great play and um, One. It, a penalty on a teammate of his ended up taking it back. And anyway, if you're a Chiefs fan, feel free to vent in the comments because, you know, I I would vent with you. I'm a Saints fan. So the whole year has been pain and suffering. The last three years have been pain and suffering. So um, I think three. I think just football, the game hates me because I'm an Arkansas yeah. fan. I'm a Saints yeah, that, fan. The season did not go well for us, Razorback. I can't. I can't win. Like I just. Yeah, basketball is not going as good as normal. Yeah, basketball is not going good as normal either. The women's basketball team lost to Pine Bluff today at home. What? Um. Yeah. Holy. Um. The volleyball team that? made it to the Elite Eight for the first time in school history. And then they lost, so that's right? Good. And then yeah, then they lost to Nebraska, unfortunately. Okay. But Nebraska is a pretty good team, from what I hear. I don't know. Um. It's like the first time I've actually ever watched a college volleyball game on purpose. So I didn't even know um, it was happening until the late uh, was pretty Cameron good. was watching. Gotcha. So as you was telling me about it. Yeah. Well, Cameron's a Texas fan. He doesn't have anything to complain Lame. about. His team's in the college football playoff. But hey, we beat him in 2021. So that means, you know, Arkansas is basically a, a national championship contender. If you look at it through the lens of we beat. 2021 like Texas, think. which they didn't even make a bowl that year. Hey, Mr. Positive, like, there's a reason. Um, let's segue back into NASCAR. Um, that's kind of yeah. like Denny like has an honorary championship. I feel like he should. He isn't. He has an honorary championship. Uh-huh. Do you have, yeah. Do you have facts to support that? Yeah, I declared it. Oh, you declared it like Michael I Scott did. declaring bankruptcy. I <laughs> declare <laughs> bankruptcy. Michael, you can't just declare um, something and have it be true. His honorary championship. It is a thing. Well, you know, uh, just a quick little, quick little advertisement here. Um, The New Year's movie we're doing because I decided to be ambitious and make two movies this holiday season. It's probably going to end up being a stupid idea, but uh, the uh, New Year's Day movie that we're releasing about Mark Martin. Mark Martin, like Denny, never won a championship. Um, it's a heated debate between a lot of fans whether Mark or Denny is the better one to not win a championship. And Emily, one of the ideas I texted you for this show, uh, not a debate you really want to be a part of, but one of the ideas I texted you for this show, and I'm sure you didn't take kindly to it considering it kind of bashed your favorite driver. It's an overplayed trope, but I'm legally required to do it or uh-huh. else NASCAR will come and 
slash this entire channel to pieces and watch it burn. Uh, Denny Hamlin wants a championship for Christmas. But what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to mute my mic. I what mean, are your thoughts on me saying that? Let's, let's be real. Do you want to hurt I, me right now? It's a bit of a burn, but like I get it. Understand. But oh, speaking of burns, hey, real quick, I'm going to go off topic for a second. Um, so I was watching White Christmas tonight. Great movie. Holiday classic. I believe I've never seen it. You've never seen White Christmas? No. I don't think we can be co-hosts anymore. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm watching this movie, right? It's made in 1954. And whenever whenever anybody, especially nowadays, thinks of uh, film, television, 1950, and just general life in 1950, everybody's like, everybody was so much nicer in the 50s, right? Everybody, nobody yeah, was quite as days. rude. Everything was much more calm and, and normal and whatnot. And you watch that movie, and I don't know. Now... My generation, Emily, your generation, our generation's cumulative sense of humor is incredibly broken. Are you saying I'm in a different generation as you? We, yeah, we will, we will laugh at like the most messed up stuff. And then like somebody tells an actual joke and we're like, no. Skibbity toilet, that's way more funny. I don't, I don't get that. And that's stupid to me. Um, but I'm watching this movie, right? And I don't think the scriptwriters did this intentionally. Because they probably didn't think some kid in 2020... I mean, they probably thought we were all going to die in Y2K anyway. But they didn't think some right. kid in 2023 would be laughing his head off at this. That movie is so funny. And I don't think it's un, I don't think it's intentional either. There are so many burns between Bing Crosby and the guy that plays Private Davis. It's so funny. And I don't think they made it that way intentionally. But they just roast each other. Like, off the cuff, improv, it's so funny. Next oh, time you watch White Christmas, I hope I didn't ruin that movie next for time, any of you. First time for me. It just enhances the experience when you see these two guys, like the classic, like all American, all American boy, you know, this, you know, just roasting the crap out of each other. The real you know? question is, have you seen a Hallmark movie? Yes, I've seen many Hallmark movies. Now, does it count if the viewing was involuntary? Like that's you my question with your mother. Cause not like it's not like I'm kicking and screaming and crying like I don't want to watch the Hallmark movie. I yeah. I don't care. It's hilarious to me in a different way than White Christmas is because I'm laughing at White Christmas because the jokes. I'm laughing at Hallmark because I consider myself uh, the next Orson Welles, a film aficionado, and I'm just mm -hmm. laughing at how poorly made it is. I'm laughing at the complete lack of a script, a complete lack of acting talent. Which I mean, I'm I'm one to talk. A complete lack of production value, design, a complete wow. lack of writing in general. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's horrible. Okay, the, what's your uh, what's your favorite Christmas me, movie then? If you're gonna, you know, knock on Hallmark movies. Okay, well, let me say this: the people are uber talented. It's just they're uber yeah. talented to make movies for a company that produces greeting cards. They're not. <laughs> the, it, it's a different thing than if they were. They're, they're, they're very talented. I'm not trying to not say that. I'm just saying that their their movie making skill is better suited for Hallmark Studios than it is. Uh, what company made Oppenheimer? Whatever company, what whatever company's making all these big blockbuster movies. That that's what wow, I'm trying to say there. Okay, so anyway. favorite Christmas movie and go. You know, you can't just put me on the spot like this. There's so many. I mean, I was. I just watched uh, Four Christmases for the second time this year. Okay. That might be the funniest one. It's not my favorite. White Christmas Christmases. is up it's there. So funny, but like Elf, Elf is, is up there. Home Alone. Up. Yeah, Elf is just so nostalgic because for whatever reason, in first grade, I watched that movie like every single day. 
Which one did you say? Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, Love and it. a Christmas story too. I, you know, I heard that they're not showing that all day on TV this year. That makes me sad. I've never seen it. It's a it Christmas either. tradition at our house to just watch that movie for like nine hours straight until the football comes on, turn it on when we go to the living room, and just leave it on all day. I mean, I feel like I could probably recite the entire thing. I've missed out on this my entire life. A Christmas story? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never watched it all the way through. Well, I haven't either. It's just like on in the background. So you're like, okay, it's an American tradition. I need to uh, step it up. You do. You need to, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen White Christmas yet, we need to fix that. We really need to fix that. Speaking of Christmas movies, one more plug here before we keep going on. Our Christmas movie, Reborn, the story of the North Wilkesboro Speedway, that comes out Christmas night. I'm not sure on a time yet as far as premiere time goes, but uh, we'll get that out to you guys Christmas night. And then a week later on uh, New Year's Day to kick off the new year, we'll premiere The Kid, the story of Mark Martin. So, Looking forward to, to putting those two uh, putting those two out. Thanks for Wicked uh, Wicked Minis Moonlight Mixes for uh, helping to sponsor and and get those productions out to you guys. Anyway, carrying on, Emily, do you have any more like any more fun ones that you want to share before I kind of go on a tirade right into no, my list? No, you you go right ahead. All right, feel free to add any added commentary that you well, want you know, to. I'll have some. some of these are funny. Some of these are performance based. Some of these are like. Two of them, three of them are serious. Uh, so I already said Denny Hamill wants a championship. I'll just get his other one out of the way. He wants a functioning tie rod at Homestead. Uh, he also probably wants Ross Chastain erased from the earth. But mainly he wants a functioning tie rod at Homestead because that's what knocked him out of the playoffs this year, essentially. Um, that would have been nice for him to have, you know, in October rather than December when the season's already over. But anyway, yeah. Um, Going to go the first one on my list here, Rick Hendricks. So not a driver, but an owner, right? Rick Hendricks, a multi-billionaire. You may say, what on earth could he possibly want? Well, I have one, Emily, and we we debated this pretty heavily at the start of last season and mm-hmm. in the middle of the year when Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman were out. He does not want his drivers doing any more extracurricular activities ever. He Amen. wants them to live, sleep, breathe, eat oh, racing. Yeah. He says, okay, oh, you have a family? Oh, not anymore. You're going to sleep at the race shop. You want to go for a walk in the park with your children? Nope. 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 They can come to the shop. They can hop on the simulator with you. Nope. You want to go to the movies? You want to go skiing? You want to go sprint car racing? Nope. 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 You were not under my watchful right. eye. See, you have time. all these clever ideas. Rick Hendrick is going to place his drivers on house arrest. He's going to get with, I don't know what county Charlotte's in. He's going to get with whatever county Charlotte's in, their sheriff, and say, all right, I want ankle monitors on these four guys. You see him leave this premises. adding that to, like, the contract. Well, you know, the thing is, like, Kyle Larson apparently wouldn't have agreed to a deal with Rick Hendrick unless there were stipulations in there that said he can race sprint cars because Kyle Larson is an avid sprint car racer, avid dirt racer. I'm in favor of drivers doing extracurricular activities. I'm just not sure they should be doing dangerous ones that aren't racing related because during the season, because like I can understand like dirt racing during the season because it's going to improve your craft like you're going to get better, especially if there is a dirt race on the schedule. Um, But should you be skiing, you know, should you be playing rec league basketball during the season? Probably not. To me, that's Um, like the equivalent of like a quarterback going surfing i don't know 
Like, yeah, they, I, I understand they would your never point. Never be allowed to do that right before the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, we see that in the NFL where, like, you know, if uh, if you got so well, nowadays the Pro Bowl is literally a flag football game, so it doesn't matter. But if you were in the Super Bowl, you got selected the Pro Bowl, which always takes place the week before the Super Bowl. You know, you don't play because you don't want to risk that injury and you don't want to risk not playing in the Super Bowl. Right. Um, and in NASCAR, I think, you know, our Super Bowl is the Daytona 500, but then you have a 38 week season and you got to say, OK, this is my career. This is what I get paid millions of dollars to do. Is it in my best interest? Is it in my family's best interest? My team's best interest to go out here and go skiing, to go and, uh, you know, run this, well, not running a marathon. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it in my best interest to go play so much. rec league basketball? <laughs> yeah. And, and we're not the only ones. I mean, trust me, we are not the only ones who have debated this. Um, but it's it's just such an interesting topic. It's a topic we could talk for literally hours about. But, you know, I, I don't think we're going to change any minds of team owners or drivers. I think they're set in their ways. Rick Hendrick has his rules. These drivers have their wants. And I'm all for it. You know, I mean, they're, they're still human beings. I mean, let's not pretend just because they're pro athletes, they should be tied down to a desk chair, you know, or, or whatever. Um, you know, they should absolutely be allowed to do whatever. Exactly. And, you know, again, it goes back to what I said a, a minute ago. You know, you're not getting paid millions of dollars to go skiing. You're not getting paid millions of dollars to drive a sprint car. You're getting paid millions of dollars to drive, in, in Hendrick Motorsports' case, one of the best cars on the circuit for 38 weeks a year and go put that car in victory lane and make the playoffs. That's what you're getting paid to do. So I think it that's what it has to come down to. So anyway, I'll leave that conversation at that. Um, Next one here, uh, Noah Gregson. There was a lot of different ways I could have gone. Now, it is very widely speculated he will be back in the Cup Series next year, taking over Eric Amarola's seat in the 10. Nothing official yet. We'll see when they make that announcement. It's, it seems like a done deal at this point. We'll see. Noah Gregson, though, as far as what he wants this year for Christmas in 2023, pretty simple. Two words, five letters, a redo. That's <laughs> That's it a redo of his off-track performance and actions. We all know that story. And um, a redo of his on-track performance, which was uh, horrible. I think he was 32nd, 33rd in points, last of full-time drivers when he was suspended. Um, Chicago, he gave Wendy's great advertising because he crashed into the same barrier six times in that one race. Just a bad year. And I know a lame duck here for his team, Legacy Motor Club, but he just wants a redo of literally everything so no gregson that's what he wants for christmas chase briscoe um emily it, i'm not a chase briscoe hater he has talent but you know I, I think you as any you would know as well as anybody that i didn't think very highly of his performance this season well, chase briscoe um at talladega he and his shr teammate ryan priest ran um uh, what am I trying to say? Talladega Nights tribute schemes to Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr. And I know Ryan Priest was Ricky Bobby, but I feel like this and uh, this hits a little bit better. So I'm just going to say it. Uh, Chase Briscoe wants any semblance of Ricky Bobby's speed for Christmas because they did not have it last year. He is very talented. I could see him winning 30, 40 races, maybe a championship in the Cup Series, but they just didn't have the speed. SHR was terrible this year, to put it lightly. And uh, he just wants any semblance of Ricky Bobby's speed. If it's shake and bake, if it's signing, you know, fans, babies, 
uh, <laughs> if it's, you know, having a foot race against a French driver at Talladega to illegally win, I, I don't know what it is. He just wants any semblance of the speed that Ricky Bobby had. His SHR teammate, Kevin Harvick, um, this is a harder one because Harv is retired now. Something, okay, what, you know, what could you get a retired guy? What could you get Kevin Harvick? Peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. It's no secret that NASCAR is a loud profession. Um, and I say this as somebody that's fallen asleep in the you know first 10 rows of a NASCAR race before. But, I thought uh, you were calling me out for my yawns tonight. <laughs> Listen, I already took the melatonin. Oh, okay. That explains it. Yeah. So then we just, you know. If, if I just disappear, I'm probably asleep. Well. <laughs> Just do us a favor and hit the mute button so we don't hear the snoring. <laughs> anyway, Kevin Harvick wants peace and quiet. He just wants to take a chill pill. Um, after, what, 23 straight years of full-time Cup Series competition, I, you know, I would too. Not just from the hustle and bustle of the track, but just from media, from everything. Because being a NASCAR Cup Series driver is a grind, and it, it is a profession that is not for the faint of heart or for the faint of mind, faint of physicality, any of that. Emily, I see your eyes drooping a little bit. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Harvick just wants some peace and quiet. Moving on to Bubba Wallace. Um, last year for Christmas, Bubba Wallace got married, so I don't think this could Did he really? That. I'm so out of the loop. I yeah. just need to well, know the, the personal it lives was, of these guys. It was New Year's oh, yeah. Eve, so it was, it was after Christmas, but it was in the Christmas season, you know, still during Christmas tide, during the 12 days of Christmas. So I, I would count that as, you know, Christmas time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Bubba Wallace wants the last restart at Texas back. And the only reason I know that is because he told everybody it about 40 million times. Um, he very well could have made the run of eight this year. And, and he didn't hold off William Byron at Texas. I think that's his biggest regret. And you could have said, yeah, he would have just taken any win this year for Christmas. But I think that Texas one especially will haunt him for the chance wants, to get to the uh, twelve. Go ahead, Emily. What are you going to say? Say he wants to continue uh, to be on the up and up. Yes, I would say that's correct as well. Just continue to build on this momentum and, and try next year. He also wants a fast start to 2024 because that's something in his three years that team's never had. They've always started off slow and then they – you know, get better in the middle of the year, and then they catch on fire at the end of the year. So if he could just be consistent for a full year, he could be a Dark Horse championship contender. I, I fully believe that. Um, and speaking of championship, Emily, do you remember in the middle of the summer after uh, that Sonoma race we watched together and Martin Truex won it, he had three wins. We said, oh, look, MTJ, vintage championship favorite. You know what he wants for Christmas? He wants a redo of the playoffs because yeah. holy cow, he was terrible. Him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I think he had two top 15s in the final 11 or 12 races. He only had one top 10 in the playoffs and eighth at Las Vegas. Um, or no, maybe he got a top 10 in Phoenix. He might have gotten the top five of Phoenix, but didn't really matter because he wasn't in the championships. But that's what Martin Truex wants. Um, just a redo of the playoffs. Just, I mean, simply put, he also wants probably no more animosity with his crew chief, James Small, because, I mean, their radio conversations, um, I mean, they sounded like English football fans. Just the most vulgar, angry things you could imagine were their radio conversations every week. Uh, MTJ just wants a redo of 
the playoffs, probably. My last one on my list, Emily, and then we can talk about Taylor Swift and Christmas and whatever the heck else because we got a little bit extra time, is Brad Keselowski. And hey, Brad K, he knocked it out the park this year. He had a great season, made the playoffs, helped his uh, teammate and, well, the guy he's the boss of, his uh, his employee, Chris Busher. He helped him do a couple of wins. But Brad K wants a win for himself. It's been almost three years since he won. 2021, Talladega. I remember that race so well because I was in extreme pain when I was watching it because I was right after a surgery I had. No bueno. Um, but he wants a win more than anything. And he'd be lying to you if he said it just makes him happy to see both cars in the playoffs or it makes him happy just to see Chris Buescher winning. No. He might be a businessman now and, and owning that team, but he's also a driver first and foremost. And he... He wants a win. He wants to get back in victory lane. And the, the Daytona 500 presents a great opportunity for him. He's never won that race before. He was very fast in a year ago. And he may or may not be my uh, three months early pick. Two months early pick. It's only two months. A little more than two months. Two months and one week. Nine weeks. Nine weeks till Daytona 500. That's what I'm going to go with. Because um, I'm desperate. Yeah. Anyway, Brad K wants to win. Emily, that's my last one. I'm going to take this hat off because it's a little warm. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my hair. You yeah, guys never see my hair. Christmas hair like the hat's gone. Yeah, th these are uh, my Christmas present to all you guys is y'all getting to look at my majestic hair. Um, Samuel. You know, it's in a it's in the mullet right now, kind of, you know. I used to have, uh, I mean, I used to have like luscious long golden locks and then I had to chop them off. I had oh, hair cool. of, uh, who was that? Was that Solomon? That wasn't Solomon. Yeah, it was Solomon that had the really long hair, right? That ended up. Being his downfall. Yeah, I had hair like Solomon. Definitely. So long. And wink, wink. Anyway, um, it is Christmas time. Holiday season, Ooh. Emily. Anything else you want to talk about Christmas-wise, Taylor Swift-wise? We haven't had a show in so long. I feel like we need to talk about like the hot topics of pop culture. Um, I can't wait to give you most your news. gift. Oh, boy. Hooray. Christmas shopping is stressful. It and you is. already knew that, but holy cow. I went, into, I went into Walmart the other night, so I'm, I'm driving to Walmart, right? And I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm so excited because Walmart scares me. And some of the people in there are very eclectic, but also Walmart just kind of scares me because I, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a male. Males don't have any clue what they're doing inside of a Walmart for the most part. It, take me to a Lowe's or Home Depot, and yeah, I know where every single thing is, even if I've never been to the store before. Put what? me inside a Walmart or an Aldi or a Whole Foods or an Amazon fresh store, and I need a map to get from the entrance to the exit, and the exit's right beside the entrance. I have no clue where I'm going. So I'm driving there, and I'm like, all right, I'm feeling cocky and confident. I got my list on my phone on where it shows the aisle on the app, and I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I know where I'm going. I'm going to be in and out 20 minutes tops. I had like seven or eight things. I had seven or eight Christmas gifts on there. And I'm going down the aisle. I got my first thing, check. I'm like, all right. Got my second thing, check. Go to get my third thing. And um, the aisle doesn't exist. <laughs> and this was an issue I I, uh, I realized. See, that's when I had to call my mom and be like, hey, uh, mom, this aisle doesn't exist. And then uh, I went back a couple of days later. And with her guidance, I found out that it did exist. They just don't really mark it. So, you know, thanks. Walmart. She had to prove that. you that it was there. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Anyway, I felt so stupid. Do you know um, how to see the map of Walmart? No, I don't. I need to show you. I that. really don't. Yeah, you do. Because I know oh my the gosh. Map of, like where each it was aisle so embarrassing. Is, too. 
Yeah. So I go to get my third gift, right? And I'm like, okay, well, that aisle doesn't exist. That's weird. That's not going to happen again, right? Walmart's got their stuff together. I go to get my fourth gift. That aisle doesn't exist either. And it, it's an aisle where there's like number, 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 and then it goes like seven numbers in advance. I'm like, whoa, Nelly, hang on a minute. That that doesn't make sense. And I go to ask the, the employee. I'm like, sir, you know, I'm I'm on the app here. It says this aisle doesn't exist. Where is it? He says, oh, it's just on that 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 wall there, that back wall. I'm like, okay, cool. I go to the back wall. The, the product's not there. And I'm like, okay. Well, you know what? I'm I don't have time for this. I'm just gonna go on to my next thing. Go on. I got my third thing. I ended up buying three things that are like the eight I set out to buy. I felt really smart. Uh, it turns out so on the Walmart app when you're searching for things, I only did this for one item. There's like an in-store filter you pick, right? And it lets you know this item's in store. I forgot to do this for this one thing, which really sucked because I was really pumped. We we did like a Google forum this year to do our Christmas gifts. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got exactly what this person put on their form. I'm a genius. I'm so pumped. I'm great at this Christmas thing. They didn't have it because they didn't select the in-store feature. They had it available for shipping. I'm not paying an extra 20 gazillion bucks for whatever Sam Walton wants me to pay to get that shipped to my house when I can drive 10 minutes to get to the nearest Walmart. So I didn't do it. Um, didn't get that gift. And then apparently the people you know, that had been at the store in between when I made my list that afternoon and when I got to the store that evening, had already bought one thing. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Go to get the last thing. And uh, the aisle did exist. I just could not find whatever it was. I, I can't remember what it was. I just couldn't find what I was looking for for the life of me. So then I went back. And with the help of Miles and Mom, I found everything else. Except for the one thing that was still out of stock. So, yeah. Uh, men, take your wife take somebody with you to the grocery store no matter how much you think you have things under control you don't trust me don't be arrogant don't be overly confident don't get cocky don't say oh i'm gonna puff my chest out walking to walmart with my head held high you're not your head's gonna be hanging pretty low after a while (laughs) i had to ask four walmart associates questions now, like there, there are some people I know, like friends I have that are like, no, I never ask the employees questions. I feel dumb. I'm like, oh, well, they're there to ask questions. I'll ask them a question. <laughs> I mean, I you know, like when I was working at customer service, I didn't mind at all if somebody asked me a question. I wasn't going to give them the right answer because I had no clue what I was doing. But I certainly didn't mind if they asked questions. <laughs> I remember like hearing stories from your first days. On the oh, job. my gosh. My first day on the job, I needed a sticker that said, help. This is my first day. Please don't <laughs> ask me any questions. I don't know where anything is. Oh my god! I'm working. I'm working at a plant store, right? Where you, you know you go and and you get all your flowers and your and your fun stuff. It was a really cool place. Worked with some great people, but I'll never forget the first day. I'm getting well. Their training took like ten minutes. It was just showing you where some stuff was. But the guy training me, he was a great guy, but he just rushed through everything. I I don't know why. There might have been donuts in the break room that day. I have no clue. But he rushed through everything. So I'm like, okay, didn't absorb any of that information. I'm just going to wing it and set up a quick prayer real quick. Got in uh, a good word with the big guy. And then about 30 seconds after I, I ended that prayer and said, amen, this guy comes up to me. And uh, he had a really fun accent. Like, I'm, I'm not making fun of his accent. It was just really fun. He sounded like the most fun guy ever. And he's just like, hey, have you got any camellias? He was he was British. That's a terrible accent. Sorry for misrepresenting an entire country there. Uh, but people in England don't listen to me anyway, because I can tell. Um, and he said, hey, you got any camellias? And I'm like, 
I don't know what a camellia is. That's what I'm thinking. That's my inner mon. That's my inner monologue, right? I'm thinking I don't know what a camellia is, because um, I'm very smart. And uh, the first question I was asked, I had to go to the manager and be like, "Hey, where where is this?" And then he showed him, and I was like, I pulled the my manager aside afterwards. I was like, "Hey, that's great. You showed me where this is. What is it for future reference?" And uh, yeah, because I had I had no idea, I had no clue what I was doing. Do you have any fun stories like that? Of you just like kind of being clueless, like as a retail worker or anything like that? I feel like most everybody does. I mean, everybody's got to have an embarrassing like first job story, right? Yeah, I, I've never worked what I would consider retail. Um, I worked at a pizza shop once. That was fun. You worked in customer service, though. What was there yeah. any questions anybody ever asked you where you just stood there and were like, "I don't know the answer." I, I mean, really don't. the amount of times people would be like, "I want thin crust pizza," and I'd be like, "We don't have thin crust pizza because we didn't." That wasn't my decision. And then, and then they'd be like, "Well, can you just make it as thin as you possibly can?" And I'm like, "It kind of already is." But it's still not thin crust. But it's pretty thin. It's not thick crust. It'll work, you know. They won't be I, mad, surely. Usually make the pizza like occasionally I would on like a not busy night, like a weekday, but this was always like Friday night, busiest time when people are wanting. Of course, it's gotta be, you know. Things that we don't have. And then they you know, customers always right, but sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes. Oh, man. You talking about the customers are right. I have a great story about that. I have a great story about that. Um, so I'm working one day, beautiful day outside, you know, sunshine and beautiful blue skies. And I'm, I'm just walking around and, and helping some customers out. Um, I think I, I think like the uh, fruit trees were in season then. Right. So, you know, there's some we had some apple trees, I think a peach tree or two and mostly apple trees, though, and uh, maybe a couple cherry trees. Um, not the ones George Washington cut down. Um, but so I'm, I'm carrying them around and, and uh, a nice gentleman comes up and he's like, Hey, um, I had my eye on this tree. Um, I read about it on your website. Do you think you could help me find it? I'm like, yeah, sure. I can help you find that tree. No worries. This guy's chill. Um, just really chill. You had somebody else with him. I don't remember who, but, uh, just, you know, they're really nice couple and they're really chill. And I go to show him this tree and uh the tree was like it was expensive right but it was a giant tree like yeah. i i could barely lift it you know, it was huge. yeah it, it was huge and it wasn't like it was grown too like it was a special tree like you didn't really have to do anything to it you just stuck it in your yard and boom apples just you know magic nature um and so i go um it didn't have a price tag on it for whatever reason. I think maybe they just forgot to put one on there because, you know, it's a giant tree. You can remember to put a price tag on that. So I go to the front. I ask one of the cashiers. I'm like, hey, can you check uh, Can you check for me how much this tree is? She's like, sure. I get the price. I'm like, oh, he's not going to be very happy about all that. And uh, I'm walking back out. And in my head, I'm going, all right, if this guy gets angry, got to remember the customer's always right. I'm not a confrontational person. I just stand there and be chill. Like if you got angry, like I'm not going to say anything. I'm just be like, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Or whatever. And uh, I go to tell him and I'm like, Hey, this tree, I think it was like five or $600. And I'm like, Hey, sir. So this tree, I think it's like $500. 
and it's like marked down 10%. So I think it was 550 originally. Like, hey man, it's on sale. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, this tree's $500. And he's like, this stood there for a second. And then he, he wasn't really yelling. He was just raising his voice. Like nobody looked at us, but it was very awkward. He's like, why do you make the prices of the tree so high? And he, when he said you, I could kind of tell that he was addressing me and not like the company because he was staring at me and like burning a hole into my soul, you know, when somebody's just like staring at you, you know, like I'm doing to all the YouTube viewers right now. Um, and he was, you know, he was getting kind of angry and I'm like, okay, because I'm like a young, I'm like, I'm just, sir, I'm just a young minimum wage worker. I have no clue what I'm doing here. Please don't get angry at me, please. I don't like confrontations and anger. So conflict, just, you know, please calm down. I didn't say that. And in my head, I'm just going, okay, customer's always right. Customer's always right. Customer's always right. Customer's always right. Just get out of this unscathed. They'll be fine. And I'm like, sorry, sir, but that's the price. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. He didn't end up buying the tree. The next day I had somebody come in and it was just this really sweet older lady, just like, you know, the type of lady you walk into their house and there's cookies on the table. And I was so sad. She asked for, to buy one of the, like the, just the empty tree pots, like the pot, like it's like, it's, it's like a kitchen table width base. It's a huge like like plastic pot and they they weren't for sale. I don't know why we had them like stockpiled back there. It was just a kind of trashy corner of our little display area and she asked so nicely she was like can i buy this and i had no clue what to say i'm like i don't know you know in my head i'm like i don't know if we can and i'm like i think so but i'm not exactly sure i went to the manager and i'm like hey can she buy this and he was like oh no she can't buy that those aren't for sale we're gonna reuse them we never reused them i don't know why he said no like we weren't gonna reuse those things i think we just threw them in the dump so (laughs) kind of a waste there but I felt so bad, especially at, like after the previous day, I was kind of on my heels, like, okay, you know, if this goes wrong, run, call the police. Yeah. Cause I, I felt, I still felt bad for the guy. Like, even though he was rude, like I felt bad cause I don't like conflict. I don't like being the reason somebody's unhappy. So, um, I told her and she was kind of sad. I felt so bad. I almost wanted to just give her the pot and say, run fast as you can go throw it in the back <laughs> of your car and speed out of here. That would have been unsafe. Don't speed out of parking lots without looking both ways, kids. Um, couldn't do that unfortunately um but yeah anyway i've rambled on for way too long that, that's my tirade that's my story so yeah customers are always right it, it's an interesting motto and it, you know i think if you're in a business you have to abide by it because you're going to lose customers if people are constantly angry and, and good customer service is important you know I, i'm not saying that it's not i'm just saying sometimes especially at businesses where you go in you're saying okay most of the people working here are not going to be people with a career here. Most of the people working here are going to be, you know, young kids on a summer job or young kids just look, looking to earn a little dough, you know, minimum wage workers, nothing crazy. You know, I think we need to, just as a society, be calm when we're talking to those people. There's nothing that like frustrates me more than seeing somebody in a restaurant, like just be incredibly rude to like a food service worker, like working a fast food job, especially since I have friends that have stories like that of, like friends that are, are servers or, or waiters or something or, or fast food counter clerks and they just get yelled at. It's like, come on. You're arguing over a 89 cent McDonald's cheeseburger You're with somebody that's not... Exactly. This cashier's not worried about thin crust pizza. They're not worried about this cheeseburger. They're worried about their math homework. Calm the freak down. But 
yeah, that it's just customer service is important, but you also got to remember in that situation, you're like, okay, you know, I'm. This person it, doesn't own the business. Yeah, they're they're, they're not decisions. At they're not pricing prices. Yeah, they just clocked into work today and they're trying to get by. They're trying to do the best they can, earn some cash to save for an Xbox, earn some cash to save for Christmas gifts for their family. Like, just calm down. Calm down. And I've gotten frustrated with service people before. I'm not going to pretend like I haven't. We all have. But I think it kind of changes your perspective when you work um, in customer service like I did in retail and food service. And you have those negative interactions like, okay, uh, turn the other cheek. I understand. I understand. So sorry for that tirade that has absolutely nothing to do with NASCAR. <laughs> it's turned into a, a life advice podcast now. Letters to the editor. That's what we you are. Know, dear dear of, Anonymous, dear... Dear Jane Doe, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's it's been a long show. Anyway, this is going to be, not be fun to edit down. Anyway, um, I feel like it's our Christmas, May and Christmas episode, and we'll have more Christmas-themed stuff. We'll be together for Christmas, so maybe we can make some more fun Christmas stuff there. Um, but mm-hmm. Christmas stories, Emily. What We need like a fun Christmas story, a fun Christmas something to end off this show. Mm-hmm. Because after tonight's show or probably this morning show, if you're on the East Coast, um, we're going to have three, at least two interviews, hopefully three straight days of really good, high-profile interviews. Really excited. I can tell you all about that yet, but it's going to be cool. We need some Christmas fun. We need some Christmas cheer. Only 15 days till. Like, work is winding down for a lot of people, school winding down for a lot of people. So let's get some fun Christmas stuff. Do you have, like, a a really fun Christmas story, Emily? Anything like that to kind of start closing us out here? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Put me on the spot, dude. I apologize. You put me <laughs> on the spot earlier, to be fair. My favorite Christmas movie. I got to get you back. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything fun that's happened around Christmas. <sighs> there is a lot. I'm just saying. There's a lot. Saran Wrap Ball? Saran Wrap Ball. Um, yeah, we always play saran wrap ball with our family, which is pretty much just a ball of saran wrap filled with random crap. Um, and really, instead of caring about winning the crap inside, we just want to like beat each other. It gets twice. vicious. Like we yeah, love like each other to heart. pieces, but it gets vicious, man. This guy right here is vicious. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah, I think you're pointing at the if wrong. You person. don't know what we're talking about. Look it up. Saran wrap ball gift. I think you meant to point at our uncle. Anyway, it's so funny. Like when we play it with our like really extended family at our party, like we're chill, you know, because we're around people that we only see twice a year. We want to leave a good impression. When you play it with our closer family, it's so aggressive. It's so aggressive. It's, it's incredible. It's pretty bad. Honestly. It's basically like a rugby scrum, but for cheap crap and. Like the grand prize is a ten dollar gift card. It's not about the prizes; it's about the joy about that we get from kicking our family's butts. So, <laughs> That's yeah. what Christmas is Ging- all about. Gingerbread houses too. I'm teaming up with my sister, and we have not gotten a single idea yet. Oh, so and anyway, I have an uh, idea. Speaking of my sister, be sure to like give her thanks in the comments. She is making the thumbnail for our Christmas special because I can't make a thumbnail worth of crap. She's going to be making our thumbnail for that. It's going to look awesome because um, she knows how to do graphic design, and I do not. It's good Go at ahead it. with what you're saying, Emily. Oh, show. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I have an idea for my gingerbread house. Is that what I was saying? Can you go ahead and tell it on air? Can we be the first no. to know? Why not? I'm not going to. I'm not. 
I'm not going to tell anybody else. You can um, trust me. Can I give you a hint? Sure. Something we've talked about tonight. Taylor Swift. Sort of. Okay. Chiefs. Airhead Stadium. You're doing Airhead Stadium. Nope. Shoot. You're doing... All right. That's enough. That's enough. That's at the enough. That's enough. That's enough. All, All right. right. We'll blink. talk later. All right. Blink. If I got any of those correct. Oh, okay. Can't blink for the rest of the show. Good luck with that. Uh, now, now you're frozen. Okay. You did that <laughs> deliberately. You froze your internet intentionally to win. Okay. Whatever. I'm pretty sure it's, all, it's just broken. Yeah, gingerbread houses are always fun. I usually give up and leave because it takes like three hours if you actually try, and I'm not really into that. Um, but <laughs> it takes like ten hours to make it. It's still, okay, you're the only. Yeah, that's because you're easily the best one there. Start with a box of graham crackers. That's because you're easily the best one there. That is not you spend true. the most time on it, and you win easily. You could spend no. like ten minutes on yours, and you'd win easily. I won in a long time. Yeah, you did. You won last year. No. Or the year before that. Nah. nah. You won in 2020. I feel like sure. that's not true, but like I also know you're really good with data, so like I don't you know. Really know. I've I never know. won before. I will say this though, Emily. I'm proud of myself. I was telling this to one of my friends the other day. Last year was the first year I have not finished last. I finished second to last last year, Who's if I remember last? correctly. I don't remember. Uh, we need to pull this up. It might have been Suzanne. I might be wrong. I might have finished last every year, but I'm pretty sure last year was the first year I finished second to last and not last. So I'm working my way up. In like I mean, 40 years, I'll win. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, snowball's chance. But we'll see. Um, I got. I think I have as good of a chance as winning the gingerbread house competition as uh, Chase Briscoe has of winning the championship this year. <laughs> Oh my so, goodness. if Chase Briscoe can win the championship this year, you already know. Like, if I win the Gingerbread House contest this year, Chase Briscoe is winning the championship next year. It, it could happen, unlikely, but it could happen. Hey, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Right. Wayne Gretzky, That's Michael right. Scott. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. If you're in for a good Christmas funny, by the way, even if you don't watch The Office, every single Christmas episode is hilarious, especially the one where Michael gets upset that he can't play Santa. Because Phyllis is playing Santa and he decides to dress up as Jesus himself instead. So I need to see this. Yeah. It's really fun. Hmm. You do. I need All to right, get you addicted well, to the office. I you know. You pull out the results. Oh, boy. No. I'll have to uh, look it up. Yeah. Well, anyway, next show we'll talk about that. that. If we keep I'm going, then my eyes are going to connect to okay. their eyelids all right we'll end it here i did not mean for this to be a 47 minute <laughs> show oh my gosh if anybody actually listens to the end of these things like y you can join our we patreon without donating money somehow because wow anyway hope my audio wasn't too bad tonight i uh, i tried some new settings uh, i can hear emily and myself like my mic in my ear so uh, fancy like that anyway like subscribe comment share uh, we are on apple podcast now I tried to get out a link to that, but I'm not actually on any Apple devices. So like I couldn't go to their website or their app. So maybe I could get Emily or somebody like send me a link to our Apple podcast page. Um, it was a mess. It took about five hours. I wanted to just like light. I, I was not happy. I did not want to deck the halls of Apple headquarters. I just wanted to deck Apple and like leave them on the floor. It's so frustrating trying to get your podcast on Apple podcast, but I did it. We're on Apple podcast Woo. and all major podcast platforms. 
Uh, join our Patreon for just $4 a month. Uh, you can further support the show, get early access. The, uh, our Christmas movie is already out. It's, it's already been out for three days. You get like three and a half week or two and a half week early access to our Christmas movie right now. Uh, you, you'll get early access by at least probably two weeks to the trailer for our uh, New Year's Day movie. You'll probably get three or four day early access to our New Year's Day movie. You'll get your name shouted out in a banner down here and uh, by me or Emily it, you know, talking. Like, and yeah. uh, you'll get behind the scenes content when I decide to make it. Because, you know, my life's kind of boring. and but no, Not too much behind the scenes goes into this, but sometimes there is. So thank you all for watching. Thank you to Moonlight Mixes there's, for there's, sponsoring there's, the show. Um, if you're looking for stocking stuffers, Wicked Minis will make great ones, as would their holiday and winter editions. They also have a chocolate-laced Wicked Mix. That's great. You can find all of that on MoonlightMixes.com. Thank you, Emily, so much for joining the show. Uh, let us know in the comments, guys, what you guys want for Christmas um, and what these drivers want yeah. for Christmas. One last thing before we go, Emily, and I promise only one last thing. What is like your number one bucket list item for Christmas this year? Oh, goodness. You're so tough. Why are you putting me on the spot? Taylor Swift tickets. There, answer it for you. I won't get them most likely because I need to go buy some new things myself. Um, like I need a new Apple watch. I'm going to buy that myself. I'm going to treat myself for Christmas. Um, but gosh, I don't know. I don't really need anything. It's always fun to get some fun surprises. I'm the same way. Like, I, I feel like I don't need it. Like number one for me, like it's not going to happen. Only needs. I have yeah, it's not up, like I, have I just needs. like, like for real, like, I don't know if this is just like wise old sage Sam coming out now, but I feel like as I get older, like the number one thing I actually look forward to for Christmas now isn't actually just December 25th. It's actually this like chilling with family, relaxing, not doing anything, just hanging out with the people you're closest to, just Mm -hmm. having a chill time, no work, no school. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll still be working on the show during the break and everything, but um, yeah, just chilling so hope all you guys have a great christmas season plenty more holiday greetings coming because you know we're not done yet uh by any means for this year so yeah my number one thing just chill time i you know daytona 500 tickets but i looked at the prices it's also sold out already but i looked at the prices <laughs> holy mackerel the prices are crazy so yeah um no, I'm muted. Okay. Thank you for joining the show, Emily. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Thank you to Moonlight Makes Us for sponsoring. We will see you tomorrow. I'll go ahead and spoil who we're talking to. Ed Clark, former president of the Atlanta Motor Speedway. See you guys tomorrow. MoonlightMakesUs.com, Patreon.com, backslash below the Align podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.